0: Welcome to another Truth Matters episode where we discuss all things truth from a biblical standpoint. I'm your host, Matt Franklin. treasure hunt. Searching for success. Searching for things. Searching for something to give us fulfillment. Matthew chapter 13 and verse 44 says, The kingdom of heaven is likened to treasure hid in a field, the which when a man hath found, he hideth, and for joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath and buyeth that field. A treasure can be defined in these two words, valuable or precious everyone treasures something. Everyone considers something a thing that is precious and valuable. The question is not, do you treasure something? But the question is, where is your treasure? Matthew chapter 6 verses 19 through 21 says, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. I think we in our human nature forget that we are actually eternal beings and that we're not going to be able to take the earthly treasures with us beyond the grave. So that begs the question, why would you want to spend your whole life building up what will one day in an instant be burned away? I mentioned this fact in a recent episode, and I believe it's very fitting for this topic as well. Recent research has shown that using social media networking sites, namely Facebook, can increase a person's stress levels, produce anxiety, and negatively affect one's sense of self-awareness. Using these sites might even cause a person to develop a mental health disorder or exacerbate an existing one. Why is that? It's because we typically follow those we like or admire and we're constantly looking and comparing ourselves with others. How long did it take you to create that perfect profile picture so that you could present it with the world and let them know how perfect you are? How much work and effort we put into pleasing other people or to impressing others into thinking that we have this perfect life where there's no troubles, there's no struggles, there's no issues. And when we see others Facebook posts, when we see others profile pictures, when we see others posting things in in their so perfect nature, we look at them and we, in a sense, begin to discredit ourselves or become jealous or think, I wish I had that. I wish I was there. I wish I was doing that. I wish I was them. And folks, if we're not careful, we'll forget the blessings that we have in our own home, in our own lives Paul so wisely instructed us in 2 Corinthians 10 and 12, for we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves, but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. It's not wise to compare yourself with others. It's not wise to say, I wish I was there. I wish I had that. I wish I had as much money as they have. I wish I had a house like that. I wish I had a car like that. I think sometimes in our lives we are looking around us so much at other things, at other people, at what they're doing at what they've accomplished, their successes and their riches. And we tend to forget what we have, what God has done for us, how far we've come. How far have you came, Christian? Where were you 10 years ago? Look what God has done for you. Don't forget yourself in the busyness Of looking at others Psalms 49 and 16 says be not afraid when one is made rich when the glory of his house is increased another word for afraid is anxious the Bible tells us to be careful for nothing another word for careful is anxious the Bible says be careful for nothing don't worry about anything don't be anxious for anything Proverbs 15 and 6 says in the house of the righteous is much treasure but in the revenues of the wicked is trouble Do you know why some Christians are miserable, stressed, and troubled? Because they're searching for treasure in all of the wrong places. The Bible says that in the house of the righteous is much treasure. Where is your treasure? Is it in earthly pleasure? King Solomon was a very wealthy man. In fact, he is considered the wealthiest man who ever lived. Several different sources believe Solomon was worth about two trillion dollars. In Ecclesiastes chapter 2, King Solomon was reminiscing of all the riches he had attained, of all the things that he had accomplished in his lifetime, of all the successes and the riches and the honor and the glory. And he said, I made me great houses, I planted me vineyards, I made me gardens and orchards, and I planted trees in them of all kind. I made me pools of water to water therewith the wood that bringeth forth trees. I had many servants and maidens. I had great possessions of great and small cattle above all that were in Jerusalem before me. I had silver and gold. I had the best entertainment in all of the land. I was great, and I increased more than all of those who were before me. And whatever I laid my eyes on, I had it. Solomon was a very wealthy man. And whatever he wanted, he got it. But you know what is interesting about his life? what he said in Ecclesiastes 2 and 11. This is what he said about all of his accomplishments. Then I looked on all the works that my hands had wrought, and on the labor that I had labored to do, and behold, all was vanity and vexation of spirit, and there was no profit under the sun. In other words, All of your accomplishments, all of your successes, all of the things you do on this earth in the end, it's not really going to matter. The only thing that's going to matter is the legacy that you leave behind, the life that you live for Christ, the things that you do in this life that are going to count for eternity, the treasures that you are laying up in heaven. That's what you're going to see when you go to heaven, not the material things that you do on this earth. I wonder. How big is your treasure chest in heaven? I wonder if God were to allow you to see your treasure chest in heaven right now. I wonder what would be in it. Would it be a big treasure chest full of many blessings and accomplishments and treasures that you've been laying up in heaven? Or would it be empty because you're too busy laying up treasures on earth that are one day going to vanish in an instant? If you enjoy Truth Matters podcast and would like to help this ministry continue spreading the truth of the gospel, consider becoming a patron. This ministry is 100% listener supported. Becoming a patron is safe, easy, and you can give a monthly gift as little as $1, $10, $100, or a one-time donation of any amount. Simply send us an email at truthmatterswithmatt at gmail.com and we'll forward you the information you need to sign up. Thank you in advance. Your help is truly appreciated. Wilt thou set thine eyes upon that which is not? For riches certainly make themselves wings. They fly away as an eagle toward heaven, says Psalms 23 and 5. Is your treasure in things or the king? Where is your treasure? Is it in riches and wealth? Is it in power or pleasure? Is it in success and winning? Is it in entertainment and leisure? Is it in the earthly fleeting things or the eternal things of heaven? Where is your treasure? For where your treasure is, there will your heart be. Where's your heart? There was a rich man in the Bible that approached Jesus. He asked him this eternal question. What must I do to have eternal life? Jesus replied, You know the commandments, honor your father and mother, don't kill, don't steal, and so on. The ruler said, All of these things have I kept from my youth up. I've done everything by the book, so to speak. Jesus yet again responded, but this time it was to the man's shock. Jesus said, You lack one thing. Sell all you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come follow me. And the Bible says that when the man heard this, he was very sorrowful, for he was very rich. And when Jesus saw this man's reaction, he said, How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? For it is easier for a camel to go through a needle's eye than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And the people heard it and asked Jesus, Who then can be saved? And Jesus said, The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. In other words, what he was saying is the danger is not when you have riches, but when the riches have you. Do the riches have you? Are you chasing worldly things? Are you trying to be the best? And are you trying to win the most? And are you trying to gain the most? And are you trying to compete with others? And are you trying to to set up your kingdom here on this earth? Are you trying to impress others? Are you trying to impress those you don't even know? Jesus asked a very sobering question in Mark 8 and 36. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? What is more valuable than your soul? Riches are not wrong when you have them, but riches are wrong when they have you. The worst thing you can do is try to chase that dollar, is try to chase that fame, is try to chase that success and all in your chasing forget the God who created you. Let's not forget to slow down and take the time to enjoy the true blessings in life like family and conversation. True riches are not those things that are fleeting, but the true riches are the legacy you leave behind. I've been very blessed in my lifetime. And I can honestly say that money does not give you the joy that God does. Success does not give you the pleasure that you receive from knowing who God is. The Bible says, Naked came I into this world, and naked will I leave. We're not here to let this world make its mark on us, but we are here to make our mark on this world. And what are you doing for God, Christian? What are you doing during the busyness and the success and and the money, the fame, the, 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 the blessings? What are you doing? Don't ever forget the blesser. Many of us look for the blessings, but we forget the blesser. Many of us look at the streams, but we forget that they came from one source. All streams flow from God. All blessings flow from Him. Every good gift comes from above. Don't ever forget it. And don't ever forget to stop and say, Thank you, Lord. I know that these blessings come from you. And I know that success comes from you. And I know that this is not the most important thing. And I know that one day this is not really going to matter.